Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast, featuring Dr. George Cannon. This podcast is a ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church. Finding Clarity seeks to answer your questions about Christianity. Here's George as he looks at this week's question. Welcome to the Finding Clarity Podcast. This is George Cannon, and you are listening to episode 118. The Finding Clarity Podcast is a podcast ministry of the Kerwinsville Christian Church where we seek to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So each week we put together a podcast to answer questions that you wouldn't necessarily hear an answer for if you were just attending one of our normal morning services on Sunday morning or if you're a part of a Bible study group or even if you attend our Sunday school program here at the church. So what we try to do is present questions that have been presented to us or that we feel that are relevant to where you are at, and we try to answer them biblically on this podcast. This week, our question is going to be in line with some of the other questions that we have looked at over the last few weeks with regards to Satan. And if you remember, we have looked at questions concerning whether or not Satan can read our minds or can Satan put thoughts in our mind? That's what we looked at last week. Well, we're going to go one step further, and we're going to talk about can a Christian be possessed by demons? Can a Christian be possessed by demons? And so that's what we're going to look at today. So we're going to approach it from several standpoints. First of all, we're going to talk about that there are two extremes out there. Whenever we talk about Satan and his demons, you need to be aware that there are two extremes out there. Then we're going to look at, is it possible? Is the whole issue of a Christian being possessed possible? From there, we're going to move into a real threat. So what is the real threat then? And then we're going to give you a conclusion as we wrap up this question. So let's start first of all with the whole issue of two extremes. Two extremes. So I just want to make several points here. First of all, if we're going to enter into this discussion, you need to recognize that Satan and his demons are a very real enemy to every believer. Satan and his demons are a very real enemy. Oftentimes, you'll find believers who will downplay it or not acknowledge it or they'll act like that's just not an issue in their life. But the reality is, is you and I just don't live in a physical world. We live in a spiritual world. And there are spiritual angels around us. There are good angels who serve the Lord, but there are also fallen angels who have rebelled against the Lord. And they are Satan and his demons. That is another way of referring to them. So you have a very very real enemy. Now, my second point is to say is that there's a tendency to embrace one of two extremes concerning Satan. There's a tendency to embrace one of two extremes concerning Satan. And actually, this this thought is reflected in uh, the book by C.S. Lewis, Screwtape Letters, where he talks about where the enemy would like us to fall. And it's either in one of these two extremes. So let's talk about what they are. So first of all, 
there's a tendency to downplay the reality of Satan and his demons. There's a tendency to downplay the reality of Satan and his demons. In fact, it's not just a tendency to downplay, it's also a tendency to just act like they don't exist in our lives. And that is really an extreme to be in, and that's actually where Satan would like you to be in, is to, to not think that he is a threat in any way to your life and your walk with Christ. So that's one extreme. Here's the other one. There's also a tendency to see the activity of Satan in everything. This is the other extreme. The one extreme is, is you don't acknowledge that he's there, you don't believe that he's there. The other extreme is that you see Satan in everything. So there's a demon of smoking, and a demon of this, and a demon of that, and there is a demon in every situation that you face. It's reflected in someone saying, what's going on in their life? Well, Satan is causing me to do this, and Satan is after me. And so they, it's an extreme position where they see everything through the lens of demons and Satan. Again, that is an extreme where Satan would like you to rest, where you are fearful of him, where you see him in everything. What we want to do is find the balance, be in the middle, where we acknowledge that he exists and we acknowledge that he tries to attack us, but we also acknowledge that there is the possibility that we could get into an extreme with it if we're not careful. So when we look at this second thing that we can see, fall into, this whole issue of seeing Satan in everything, this often leads believers to being crippled by fear. And you'll meet Christians who basically live in fear of the spiritual world. So then this brings out this question, coming out of this fear of the whole issue of can a Christian be possessed by demons? Especially if you read through the Gospels, if you read through the book of Acts, you're going to be confronted with the reality that people are possessed by demons. And so the fear is, is it possible for a believer to be possessed by demons? And that's what we're going to look at next. So let's talk about it. Is it possible? Well, the first thing I want you to understand is this. The Bible does not explicitly state that a Christian can be demon-possessed. Nowhere in the New Testament are you going to come across an example of a believer being possessed by a demon. In fact, every instance of someone in the New Testament who has been demon-possessed is either someone who is part of the children of God, the Jews, or in the case of the demoniac that Jesus comes in contact with, a Gentile, you're going to find that these are people who need salvation. They need Christ. And so that's the instant there. They're, they're not people who are believers. So, But you're not going to find that anywhere in the scripture. Now, just so you understand what demon possession is, demon possession involves a demon having complete control of a person. Demon possession involves a demon having complete control of a person. And, and here are three passages that I would encourage you to go and look at on your own with reference to this. They'll give you a vivid illustration of what it is like for someone to be demon possessed. They're from the Gospels. First one, Matthew chapter 17, verses 14 through 18. 
Then go over to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 33 through 35. Also in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8, verse 27 through 33. And you will see that the demons are in complete control of the person with regards to his thoughts and or with regards to their actions. Now, another thing that needs to be noted as far as whether or not it's possible for a Christian to be demon-possessed is this. There are no instructions in the Bible concerning casting a demon out of a believer. There are passages that refer to the issue of casting out demons, but never is it with reference to a believer being possessed and needing a demon cast out. That There's no instructions there. Why is that? Well, that brings me to my next point. Believers are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Believers are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. In fact, if you go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13 and 14, it tells you very clear that believers are sealed by the Holy Spirit until the day of redemption. He is with us until the day of redemption. And so then you also have the scripture that very clearly tells us, my final point here, that the presence of God in a believer is greater than Satan. Listen to what the Apostle John writes in 1 John 4.4. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. Now, he who is in you, who's that referring to? The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit. Who is it that is in the world? Well, the God of this world, which is Satan. So it is not possible for a believer to be possessed by a demon. It's not possible. We say, well, there's this example of this person who, who says they're a Christian and they were demon-possessed. It is more than likely that the person that you're referring to was probably not a believer in the first place. Because if you are a believer, the Spirit of God indwells you. Well, George, that seems like that answers the question. We're done now. No. What you and I need to be aware of is, is while we cannot be possessed by a demon, there is a very real threat to us that we need to be aware of with regards to Satan. There is a real threat. And so that's what we're going to spend the rest of our time talking about here. So first of all, it would be foolish to think that Satan does not threaten believers. Did you hear what I said? It would be foolish for us to think that he doesn't threaten us. Satan does threaten us. In fact, I've already told you earlier in our podcast that he is a very real enemy who is seeking to destroy your life, to seeking to destroy your walk with Christ, your testimony, your ministry. So what does that mean then? Well, believers can be oppressed or influenced by Satan and his demons. That's what you need to understand. You can't be possessed, but you can be oppressed or influenced. Oppressed or influenced. Why? Well, that's where we're going to spend the rest of our time, because you need to understand how Satan acts in your life. So first of all, Satan seeks to devour or destroy believers. We see that 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Notice what Peter says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. 
Satan is looking for the opportunity to trip you up and to destroy you. You need to recognize that. Here's the second thing you need to see. Satan devises schemes against believers. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. We're told to put on the whole armor of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles or the schemes of the devil. He is plotting for the way to be able to ruin your life and your testimony. How does he do that? Well, we've already talked about these in a couple of other podcasts. Satan uses temptation, accusation, and lies against believers. We already know that. Why? He is the tempter. He is the accuser of the brethren. He is a liar. So, how does this happen? Well, a lot of times it's because of you and I. Believers can allow Satan to oppress them. Listen to what Ephesians, Paul writes in chapter 4, verses 25 to 27. He's talking about sins here and what we need to do about them and why we should do something about them. Listen to what he says. Therefore, put away lying. Let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, and let's go what it says, nor give place to the devil. That's allowing Satan to have some sort of foothold in your life. How is that possible? Well, in context here, it's talking about you being angry. In context, it's talking about you lying and being in a disagreement with your neighbor. It's talking about you allowing Satan to have control of your life because you're not dealing with a sin issue in your life. So you need to be aware believers can allow Satan to oppress them. Here's the next one. Believers are to be aware of how Satan attacks them. I'm going to go back to a passage that we referred to in another podcast. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. Lest Satan should take advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of of his ways. Here it's talking about you and I need to be aware of how Satan attacks us and what we should do as far as standing against that. We don't want him to take advantage of us. We don't want him to have a foothold. We don't want him to oppress us. So we need to be aware of how Satan attacks us. Finally, believers are to resist Satan. Listen to these two passages. Again, James chapter 4, verse 7. Therefore submit to God, but resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 9. Remember, we looked at 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 earlier. Here's what verse 9 says. Resist him steadfast in faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Here it's talking again about you resisting the evil one. Why? Because he's seeking to devour you. It's, it's kind of pointing to, in the context here, to the whole issue of suffering and, the, and what we're going through because of our faith in Jesus Christ. Okay, so let's, let's wrap this up. Let's kind of bring this to a conclusion. Can a Christian be possessed by demons? The answer is no. And the reason is because you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God. He's not going to share you with anyone. However, there is a very real threat to your life and to your walk, to your ministry, and to your family. That very real threat is Satan. How is he a threat? Well, we've outlined all of the ways that he can attack you, 
But the reality is, is you can give him a foothold in your life when you do not deal with the sins in your life and he can oppress you. And so you need to begin to do the hard work of addressing those issues. Finding Clarity Podcast is really an opportunity to try to answer questions that you might have about Christianity and the Christian life. So what we do each week is we put together a podcast. So you're saying, George, I have questions. How do I get them to you? Well, we would encourage you to either write them down. If you come to our church, throw them in an offering plate, hand them to one of the leaders or hand them to me, and we'll see about answering it here on the podcast. If you don't attend the Kerwinsville Christian Church and you are not attending anywhere in the Clearfield, Kerwinsville area, we would encourage you to maybe check out our services here at Kerwinsville Christian Church. We meet on Sunday mornings for worship at 1045. You don't need to worry about how you dress. You just simply need to come as you are and you'll learn about Jesus and worship him with us in a Sunday morning service. We're located at 700 State Street in Kerwinsville, Pennsylvania. We look forward to seeing you if you're available to come. You can also contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. Like the page so you can keep up with what's going on at the podcast. But you can direct message us there or right on the wall of our page and we'll see your question. You can also go to our church website at kerwinsvillechristian.org. Simply go to the contact page. Fill out the form there, submit your question, and we'll get it here. While you're there, you may want to check out our other podcasts on the media page. Then we go to the Finding Clarity archives or the current podcast that you will see there, and you'll be able to see every question that we have done here on the podcast. Next week, we're going to move on from this issue of Satan, and we're going to move on to something that's probably something that all of us have wrestled with at one time, but it seems to be a very real issue in our culture. And we're going to talk about, is it wrong for a Christian to want to be rich and famous? Is it wrong for a Christian to want to be rich and famous? We're going to look at that question next week. Until then, you have a great week and take care.